Hello, episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How the fuck is everyone doing? Oh my god, I hope you guys have an amazing day. It has been such a wonderful week here. You guys, I no longer work at Dollar General. Ooh. So for those of you who don't know already, last Saturday was my last day. I have been free for almost a week now, and it has been absolutely fucking amazing. Um, I do feel bad because the store is falling apart, but they had ample amount of time to um, prepare, to get a new store manager, to get everything they need, and they chose to ignore my messages. So, their most profitable store in the entire district will now become the least profitable. I do feel bad for the community because I know that the community depends on that store being open so they can get what they need and they've had to close early every day since I left because they have no staff. Um, A lot of my staff left when I left and I was the one who had to work, stay and work all those late extra hours when there was no employees. Now they have nobody willing to do that. So the store is crumbling and like I said, I do feel bad about part of that, but then the other part of me does not. Uh, I did message reach out to them and offer um a deal i would come back under a lot of circumstances that they can't meet so they haven't even responded and that's fine i have to tell myself it's not my burden to care anymore i cannot feel guilty about leaving a company that did not care about me at all so uh, i am free and i am loving it so much i got my nails done today for the first time in over three years and they're fabulous um i so fucking happy because working with um boxes and heavy shit you break your nails you just can't keep nails so i made an appointment and i got um they're fabulous i'll post pictures uh, in the group by the time you hear this the pictures should already be there i'm waiting on my nail tech um, to send me the pictures because she took some amazing pictures and i want to post her pictures not mine because uh, i won't do a justice to what she did but um Yeah, so I am waiting um, on those. I'll post it, but I got a little bit longer than normal. I normally go like a short medium. This time I went, ooh, shit, I went longer. And I'm I'm getting used to them still, but I'm super excited to uh, have nails. If you guys have not already, one of our amazing uh, sister witches does nails, and she does such an amazing job. And I always forget how to pronounce it. It's either Tamara or Tamara. I'm so, so sorry. I know I should know that by now. I'm so, so fucking sorry. But go check her out on TikTok. Uh, Tamara or Tamara, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm so bad with pronouncing Louise. uh, Star nail artist. And you guys, her nail jobs are fucking amazing. She has, like, you can buy them. Um, I think she has, like, an Etsy shop or something. Let me go double check for sure. But you can buy, like, she paints these nails and does them. And, oh, my God, they're fucking gorgeous. Like, yeah. Yes, she has an Etsy shop. And, oh, my gosh, she, you guys are fucking gorgeous. So, it's at Nails by uh, Tamara or Tamara. I'm so sorry. Please. I'm so, so sorry. Louise, it's T-A-M-A-R-A-L-O-U-I-S-E. Go follow her on TikTok. Go check them out. They are gorgeous. She does such an amazing job. I am like super, super jealous because I have no talent, but her witchy ones are fucking amazing. Actually, they're all amazing. And she even did some um, uh, Wizard of Oz ones, which I fucking love. But you guys know Wizard of Oz freaks me out, especially the flying monkeys. So uh, yeah, I hate those. 
um, Flying Monkeys, but Love the Nail. She did great. And, like, the, the spooky season ones are fantastic. And the, oh, my, I think my favorite ones, though, even though, even though, girl, you, like, nail it with all the special designs, I love, like, the cartoon-looking ones that look like they are, like, that, um, the 2D cartoon show with, uh, they're just fucking gorgeous. Go look at them. You guys, they're fucking fantastic. I cannot wait to order some. I am pumped. They are just amazing. So, yeah, um, I, I'm excited to have nails again. So that is one of my big things. Um, I have spent my week really just decompressing, getting rid of all of the bullshit from uh, the the trauma that that job has caused me for the past three years, getting rid of all of that negativeness, um, doing self-care. This week has been full of self-care and I could not be happier. I've been working on my jewelry again. I finally mastered, for me anyway, the manifestation beads or gothic rosaries or whatever everybody wants to call them. I'm working on building up my shit so I can open the Etsy store. I'm working on my book. I'm working on a lot more fun stuff for you guys. I'm so excited because getting out of there gives me time to spend on what's really important and that's you guys and our global coven and all the things that I've been trying to get done for years. So I do have a couple job offers. I am going to take one. They will be work from home. They will not be anything more than 40 hours. So I can still focus on everything else. And that will just be an income until I get everything else up and going completely that I want and to be able to just be um, me full time and take care of you guys, take care of the only coven, take care of my Etsy shop, all the wonderful things I've got planned. So yeah, um, I am super pumped. So with that said, before we jump into everything, if you, I know back before when the online, um, online coven was in the works and everything was starting to build up with it, it was already active, but we we're starting to work on it. I had some people reach out to me about, um, offering to do moderations on there and they were really good web design, lots of things like that. I have lost the info because we all know about the hacking and everything else. And I had to close that website down because it got hacked and turned into something absolutely horrible that I choose not to discuss because it was horrible. But I um, will appreciate any assistance. We'll work something out for like payment wise or whatever. I just, if anybody wants to help me moderate it, build it, whatever, um, reach out to me, thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. Put in the subject line, something about the online coven and moderation or something helping whatever something though i know what folder to put it into so i will not lose it again because when i had that hack i lost like every fucking thing so yeah um it's been wonderful i've had time to really just be me and decompress and just have some time for myself which has been amazing which in return gives me time for you guys so yay <laughs> sorry i'm such a dork I've been live on TikTok three times now, which has been so fun. Um, by the time you hear this, it'll probably have been more. But, <clears throat> excuse me. It has been so fun just chilling and talking with people and getting to know people and really just having that time to um, just enjoy you guys and hanging out without having to panic about work's going to call or uh, they're going to need something or, oh my God, I may have to go down and go. And Tony and I actually had a glass of wine the other night for dinner. Like, we haven't done that in years because I never knew if I was going to have to go to work or something. So, it's been amazing. And the TikTok lives have been so fun. I'm going to go back and do a couple more on Facebook as well. Uh, once I figure out Instagram lives, I'm going to do that too. I'm now going to have more time to be able to be on and be with people and, like, hang out. But I'm going to do uh, multiple different times. 
and different platforms so everybody has a chance to get on because I know we have people all over the globe and time zones are really tricky sometimes so I'm just going to put like we'll just do random times so that everybody has an opportunity to get on and hang out with us at some point in time and by us I mean like me and you guys so uh, I keep trying to get Travis to pop in and out but he's like oh nobody wants to see me I was like no but I like to talk to you and I'm sure people have like questions or something but or just I like him in here anyway because it just makes me feel comfortable but you know how he can be he can be a little stubborn when it comes to that so now that I have had more time I'm finally getting to emails and all that I have like 600 unread emails that I'm still trying to get through because you guys are so amazing and I've sent a ton of them and it's um it's lot, but I have time now but um a lot of the emails are asking me to kind of do the same thing that I've been talking about doing and have already really started and then it's going back if you are um if you've been with us for a long time or even if you're just new and you start at the beginning those episodes sound like trash the quality is horrible the talking is basically me robotic sounding just kind of going through the motions reading things they're very short they're not super informative they're very very basic in general and I think it's really important for us to expand and dive back in and talk about them, revisit them. My plan is to redo all the early episodes and just kind of sprinkle them throughout as like extra episodes throughout the feed. It's kind of like a revisit and it also shows us how far we've come. But I think that there's a lot of things we need to revisit and expand on. Like when I did the Book of Shadows one or the, nope, the shadow work last week. I think that was important because we didn't even mention how important aftercare was. And we really, um, I think it was good to really add on to a lot of it that we, or I, left out. So, um, yeah. So one of the emails that jumped out at me this week, and she she wishes to remain anonymous. That's completely cool. So we'll just call her Luna. Luna had basically brought up asking about the Witch's Pyramid. And she was really thrilled with it, but there just wasn't a whole lot of info. And we got to talking about how things have changed since then and it got me thinking shit this is one we really need to revisit which has been on my list for a while anyway but I thought let's bump it up to the top because look things change and a lot of shit has been evolving like crazy and it's good to revisit and expand on things to include more info and adjustments and any kind of changes especially since literally the world of witchcraft is evolving daily honestly for real shit evolves daily we come up with new ideas we figure out new things we reach different levels spiritually every fucking day so it tends to change us and our thoughts and sometimes like it it can be a year down the road and i will have read something or talked about something just in my own practice and i'll be like oh my god like a year later it clicks with me i'm like ah it makes sense. Like something I read a year ago fucking makes sense. The longest was like seven years. I'm like, what the fuck? Like it just now sunk in. I'm sure it was actually longer, but it's off the top of my head. But my point is shit changes. So let, let's, let's just take a look at things. I think in the first episode that I did of the Witch's Pyramid back in season one, it was just kind of to the point. It was, these are the four tenants. This is what they mean. Have a great day. Bless me. Let's take a look at where that came from because I had to have a start, right? This is not like, (laughs) this is past the 1600s, past, you know, Salem and all the other shit that happened. We're moving forward. And this is more of a time where people can really 
express with other people who are like-minded, but not with the entire world. So back then, this is in the 1850s that we're going to talk about first. Then witches, magicians, magi, magus, it was all kind of like interchangeable, but nobody really called them witches. It was more magician, jester. It was more, if you weren't in the know, it was more like, for entertainment type things but if you were in the know you knew what you were you knew what was going on you were real everyone else just thought it was like an entertainment type thing so um a french occultist a magician which magician you know translates into witch or warlock for that time frame elephus levi published his first book in a two-part series in 1854 called transcendental magic colon its doctrine and ritual and then part two was later released in 1856. And in this book, Levi laid out his philosophy on the foundation of the magical arts. And he laid out what he considered to be these four tenets or the temples or the things that basically made up witchcraft and magic and everything that was considered to be important to really have a foundation for magic and set it aside from everything else. Now, over the years, it's had it's going by four different names or multiple different names. People have called it different things. No matter what the name is, it's all the basic same concept, same breakdown, same foundation, same everything. So, some of the other names um, has been the Four Powers of Magus, the Four Secrets of the Sphinx, the Hermetic Quaternary, and literally so so many more. So, a Magus is a wise man. It loosely translates into wise man. Uh, Magi is a plural, wise men. And it basically was what they used um, in place of like magician or witch, warlock, but also in some areas it was considered to be like a priest or something like that as well. The translation gets a little fuzzy in different areas. It, It goes multiple ways. The whole point is though, when you break it down, Today, it's the Witch's Pyramid, and we're going to explain how we got there, but it's the same four tenets that we basically all build our craft on. We just don't really talk about it as much, and I think that that is something that we need to do more of. So I'm going to read you a little quote from the book. To attain the sanctum reginum, in other words, the knowledge and power of the Magi, there are four indispensable conditions, an intelligence illuminated I study an intrepidity which nothing can check, a will which cannot be broken, and a prudence which nothing can corrupt or nothing intoxicate. To know, to dare, to will, to keep silence. Such are the four words of the Magus inscribed upon the four symbolic forms of the Sphinx. So there are the four tenets. To know, to dare, to will, to keep silence or to be silent. That gets interchangeable here towards the end, but we will kind of dive into that here more in just a minute. So this was basically his way of saying, look, this is the foundation. If you are going to be a wise person, quote unquote, wise person, if you're going to be a magician, basically, if you're going to be a fucking witch, this is what you need to like, make sure you fucking know when you base your craft on. This is what it breaks down to. But Mr. Levi was 
incredibly explicit about what exactly these four principles meant. To be a quote-unquote magician, you must know and study the craft. To be afraid of what you are studying, to dare. Uh, Do not be afraid of anything that might be revealed through study that you're doing. So, um, not to be afraid. Dare not to be afraid, basically. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked there. I don't know if I took my ADHD meds or not. And I don't want to take the second one because it's going to fuck me up. Uh, (laughs) It requires a quote-unquote iron constitution and deep inner strength, your will, and the ability to ignore judgment of others, your silence. So the phrase witch's pyramid is actually used exclusively in witchcraft and was first introduced to us in the 1950s, which was about 75 years after Levi's death. So they basically took what Levi said, everybody kind of ran with it, and then in in the 1950s, somebody came along and was like, you know, we're going to call this as a witch's pyramid. We are changing names. Uh, Again, like I said, all same concept, just different names as things evolve. The concept, the basis, the foundation stayed but the names changed. The names evolved. Just like we used to separate witches and warlocks. And now it's all witches. We don't have to separate from men. We don't have to call them warlocks. We can continue to call them witches. Or whatever they wish to be called. Because it's up to them. So Levi was like hugely influential in the world of magic. Uh, he would literally... Definitely have been a fucking huge social media influencer today. If he were around, like if they had the fucking internet back then, social media, he would have been a huge fucking, huge fucking social media influencer, like giant. So then we move forward, and Aleister Crowley came across Levi's book and instantly grasps, and or uh, grasps, I can't say the word, grasped onto this philosophy but he decided he needed to adapt a few things so Crowley incorporated the witch's pyramid into his practice and added the fifth element which is to go Crowley's additional fifth element made its way into the world of witchcraft and witchcraft traditions to go was the the uh, equal or equated with the element of power element of our spirit our psyche us we were the fifth element basically so a lot of people freaked out when Alistair Crowley came out with this Thelma because he took the witch's pyramid which was you know his four traditions and he altered it and made it into what he created to now be the witch's pyramid and a lot of people have a lot of mixed emotions about Alistair Crowley and I'm I will tell you, there are a lot of things of his that I'm like, oh, that's fucking smart. And there are a lot of things that I'm like, ooh, sir, what drugs were you on when you came up with that? So I have mixed emotions about Mr. Crowley. I have the book of the law. I, it's, it's very thin. I don't think it's the full book. I think it's just an excerpt. Maybe it's like maybe 50, 60 pages. It's not very thick at all, but it's very interesting. It's it makes you think it really and I think that's the whole point of it I think it was literally wrote to trigger reaction trigger emotion get your brain active and thinking and really 
trying to put things into perspective in different ways. So Mr. Crowley, his whole addition here changed a lot of things. And it really opened up a lot of doorways for people to kind of interpret it their own way and make changes and adaptations and really bring it out into the public limelight. So at the time, witchcraft was like steeped in the old traditions of ceremonial magic and witches clung on to those ideals laid down by Levi and adapted by Crowley like no other. They were like, okay, this is something that we like, we all do. We just never really realized until they found it in writing. They didn't put together that that's what they've been doing the whole time. And so at that point they were like, man, like we have done all of this stuff so old and traditionally and followed all of these old ways and literally like clung to our ceremonial things. We have done things specifically like the old world, but now this is something like it's open in their eyes big time. And this is where witchcraft really started to evolve and really kind of opened the door for us to, to be where we are today. It gave us that room to really to grow and to evolve and to just make things our way and not have to be exactly like the truth. It was a way to basically say, fuck gatekeepers, we're going to change some shit, honestly. So the first book that actually contained, contained any modern witchcraft rituals uh, was, came out, or it was published, came out in 1970 and was called Mastering Witchcraft by Paul Husson. Husson. I even looked it up. H-U-S-O-N. I thought they forgot the T, but they did not. So in Husson's book, he changes the familiar to know, to dare, to will, to keep silence. And he, instead he uses, I'm going to fuck this pronunciation up, virulent imagination, a will of fire, rock hard faith, and a flair for secrecy. Virulent imagination. I have no idea, like, if I'm saying that right, but it sounds right. Viral, do you I don't know. I looked it up, still fucked it up. So, same concept, just different names. Again, same, same, same principles, same foundation, same ideas, just changing the name of it every time. I don't, I don't think the names fucking matter. I think what matters is the fact that we all have this base we all have the same philosophy of what we do, how we do things, and our principles, our beliefs, our fucking values, all based upon these same five tenets. No matter what they're called, we all have that. And we're going to break it down better here in just a moment. I just think it's really important that we understand how we got here. And it's not just somebody randomly said, okay, these are the five things you need to go by, and that it is what it is. Because in the original, it was only four, and we added a fifth. So, this is how things evolve, and our craft evolves, and I think it's really important if we know a lot of the history as well, too. Because if you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. And knowing history is really important for, especially in witchcraft, because so much of our ability to be who we are today and where we are today is because of the struggle of our brothers and sister witches for all the centuries before us and all the times all the horrible things everything away from them 
So we just talked about Mr. Huston's book that came out in 1970 and how he changed things. And then in 1971, Lady Sheba published a book, Lady Sheba's Book of Shadows. And this was the first book to publish complete rituals. Not even like just, you know, the year before we had the first book to contain modern witchcraft of any kind what rituals like just some of the stuff it didn't like literally list everything it just talked about them right it gave some overview of actual rituals no nah, no nah. in one year lady sheba she was like no home no fam hold my beer let me show you and she laid it all out and she published complete rituals in her book in the book, Lady Sheba starts out with the witch's pyramid and calls the calls it the quote unquote foundation of witch power. And I love that. I love that so much. And Lady Sheba did not adhere to Levi's short and sweet phrasing. Instead, she chose a better way to describe the four sides. And this is what she said in her book. The first side of the four of the four so-called sides of the pyramid is your dynamic, controlled will. The second, your imagination or the ability to see your desire accomplished. Third, unshakable and absolute faith in your ability to accomplish anything you desire. And fourth, secrecy. Power shared is power lost. I'm going to read that again because it's really powerful when you think about it. The first side of the four so-called sides of the pyramid is your dynamic, controlled will. The second, your imagination or the ability to see your desire accomplished. Third, unshakable and absolute faith in your ability to accomplish anything you desire. And fourth, secrecy. Power shared is power lost. And that is so fucking powerful and strong because she's right. She took it from the perspective of someone who is actually practicing witchcraft, someone who's actually in the middle years later than... I mean, over a hundred years later than when um, Levi first wrote about it. And things had changed in that hundred years. So she took it and she ran with it. She laid it down in a way that everybody would understand who was into the craft. And people who didn't, who were not part of that world, who were not part of the craft world, would still understand the power of it, even though they didn't fully get it. So Hudson's and Sheba's book have been largely influential over the last like well almost 50 years and they basically laid the foundation of the do-it-yourself era and we took it and ran with it i mean honestly things have changed so much since they came up and brought this to us and brought it into the light and it was almost like the first time where it was like okay like this is real and we know that um oh, what the fuck's his name charles gardner no Los Angeles gardner right yeah yeah for the weekend. He really like, you know, it was the first that he made it like the first to, to speak of the things, but Lady Sheba actually published our shit, like her rituals, her complete fucking rituals and was like, made no fucking apologies for it. She's like, this is me. This is what I do. This is where we're at. Like, th- this is what's happening. And it really led the way for opening up like where we're at now. Yeah, Gerald Garner, that was it. Gerald Garner, he he spoke about it publicly but he didn't publish like full fucking details Hudson was like yeah I'm, you know I'm gonna talk about a little bit about it but later she came along she's like no like 
bro, no, we are, we are killing it now, like, we are doing the damn thing. Witchcraft has grown in many ways over the last four or five hundred years, I mean, even more so in the last 70 years. Think about it. Think about how much has changed since the 70s. And even think about how much has changed in the last fucking three years. I know that I am different than when I started out three years ago. Things are way different. Things have changed. They've evolved. We have grown. We have um, been through shit that we didn't think we would see in our lifetime. And we have came together as one. And the internet, I think, has a lot to thank for that. The internet can be such a fucking two-sided sword. I mean, the internet can be so bad. But it can also be really good because it can bring people together and it can unite people. It can also tear people down so, so much. But I really think that it has opened the door for witchcraft in so many ways because without it, witchcraft was so hush-hush. It was so voodoo. It was so bad, especially during the, the satanic panic of the late 80s or mid-80s, all through the 80s. It's still it's calmed but it's really opened that light to wow like you're not alone i mean had we not had the internet how many witches would even be out in public today talking about it no they'd still a lot of them would still be scared to be hung or burned or whatever because that is a society that we grew up in we were taught to be scared of the witches instead of the people who burn them alive which is very fucking sad but it's true instead now we have the internet where people are standing up and you know i just want to have my nails in today the uh, girl natalie who did my nails she is a listener she's a fellow witch and what kills me i love this every time when people like say it, it makes me feel like some kind of way i don't know i just feel like a normal person but she told me that i'm inspiration because people we live in a small ass fucking town so people judge and shit but i stopped caring and I just became who I was and and stopped living in the broom closet and it paved the way for other people to be able to come out of the broom closet and be themselves and I didn't really think about that until today when she made that comment like you know yeah I wouldn't really be out of the closet if it weren't you know for people coming out oh shit uh being able to come out and so many other people coming out and I've had so many people in this area tell me if I had not like been so open with who I am, they probably would never came out of the broom closet publicly either, especially in a small town, because it's just not, you know, when you're in the fucking Bible Belt of the Midwest and people really cling to that fucking faith and everything, it really makes you uh, scared to do things or to come out, but I decided I was done hiding and, and trying to pretend I wasn't somebody I was anymore. So it's, it's nice to know that, like, you know, it's like dominoes. One comes out and then other people start feeling more comfortable and they realize that they're being accepted. And I have to say, we have to thank the internet for that because I don't know that I would ever had the guts to come out fully had I not had the internet to really show me that other people are coming out and accepting who they were and not having to hide it anymore probably would have done a long time sooner if I were in a bigger city instead of a tiny ass little town but either way the point is like I'm out I am free I am happy and I'm just glad that I can inspire others to do the same so I know it's got off on a whole tangent on definitely not on the witch pyramid but at the same time I think it's really important because people need to be able to to be themselves and to feel free to express themselves 
and that's what all of this is for, so. But anyway, moving on. Like I said, things have changed a lot over the last four to five hundred years, and even more so in the last 70, and accordingly, the Witch's Pyramid has also grown and evolved as well, because it has to. Same principles, just growing and evolving. Same, same foundation, just growth and evolvement. So each of the tenets of the pyramid have grown and taken on additional meanings. Um, as with all things, some people will interpret the pyramid in different ways, and that's completely fine because you have to follow what speaks to you. Uh, they are foundations in a way that they are meant to basically be a guide, a layout, a blueprint, and then their meanings and exact meanings and how they make you feel and all that shit. And every, however you interpret it is completely up to you. That's why we don't eat and we let people feel how they feel about shit, you know? Traditionally, the four sides are intended to build upon each other. And, I mean, that's just kind of how, obviously, that works. Uh, meaning, you cannot have one without the others. We each get... Uh, we each get to the different tenants on our own. And in our own time, in our own ways. And I think anyone starting out... The, it, it really will make sense, like, when we start putting all together, if, how you have to have each one to kind of build on each other, you know what I mean? So, don't feel bad if, like, or some kind of way, if you don't, quote-unquote, feel all of these yet, because, especially if you are early in your journey, you're not just going to be like, okay, I'm embracing my witchcraft today, tomorrow I am going to completely embrace and feel, quote-unquote, the whole witch's pyramid and completely get it. It just is not that works um just like with everything it takes time it's not something that you can be like oh yep that's it i'm done i take it i feel it i'm good it takes time and again this is something that you could literally be a year down the road and it just hit you walking down the fucking sidewalk and be like oh fuck i get it now like that makes sense like oh i i totally see now because there's things that sometimes we don't get it's just think of a joke like somebody tells a joke and everybody's laughing and you're just like uh-huh like an hour later you start fucking cracking up because you just get it then same concept as with everything you have to get it in your own time in your own way and it has to mean something to you i can spew words out of my mouth all fucking day long but if they don't mean anything to you then it's not going to have any effect it's not going to have an impact it's not going to mean shit it's not going to do anything but when it sinks in and you realize exactly what it means to you that is when it will actually create a feeling in you and you'll be able to build upon that and you'll be able to understand shit this is it as we get talking about each one of these next we're going to break down all five as we get talking about these it's going to start to kind of come together more and more about what each one means and I guarantee you we're all going to feel different things we're all going to take something different away from it because that is the point to have the key foundation the key basis the blueprint that you get to customize different parts so I know it sounds crazy because like now it's a foundation it's a blueprint but you're going to have a feeling you're going to have something that clicks that may not be the same as your neighbor or your friend or whatever but it's all going to have the same basis You'll understand what we're going. So let's go ahead and take a little break. And if you're a paid subscriber, there's no little break. I'll be right back in like half a second. And if you are not a paid subscriber, enjoy my commercial about podcasts.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back. I replaced the whole uh, noise thing with the bell because I thought it sounded better, but I don't know. We'll change it up just because it's fun and I can't. Aha. All right, so now we're gonna start breaking down the actual tenants, the foundations, the sides, the point, the, all the things. So the first one is to know. Element is air and the direction is east. The symbol for to know is the upright facing triangle with a line through the top. If you look at the elements, obviously it's the element of air is what it is, just the triangle with a line through the top. To know is the witch's knowledge, understanding of their craft. To know represents the mind and how we use it in our craft. This includes learning visualization skills, expanding one's consciousness, and to strengthen our, the expanding one's consciousness to strengthen our psychic abilities. So to know is knowing, number one, like learning. Obviously, because you have to know that you're going to be learning constantly to know how to expand your mind to be able to relate to your higher self, to know what you need to do to trust all of that. Witchcraft is a life learning session. Like we are never going to be complete masters because there's always so much still to learn. Uh, it, it, I mean, we've talked about this before. We're always going to be students of the craft. Always. We will always be seeking more knowledge. Why? Because things evolve. Things change. And we have to continue to learn and evolve and change with those things and with that time. It's just part of how things go. How we are, how things, you know, the craft itself is all learning constantly. We will never know all there is to know because, I mean, it's literally, like I said, expanding and evolving daily. Shit from yesterday be different today because new things have been found new things have been discovered especially with science being so massively fucking growing like it's it's crazy we're learning new things all the fucking time and that changes a lot of things oh fuck because magic is honestly part of science everything in nature is magic everything that came from this fucking earth is magic it has energy it has magic in it everything and we're discovering new things all the fucking time so therefore magic and witchcraft is growing daily uh each and every witch has something literally to contribute to the world of witchcraft there are things that i come up with that other people didn't know there are things that you guys come up with that i didn't fucking know there are things out there that we are just learning to share with each other over and over and over like every day there's new things that we're finding out because Again, it has been kept quiet for so fucking long. So a lot of it depends on your region, where you're from, where your people who you learn, who you mingle with, who you craft with, where they're from, because they have things that have been handed down to them 
that we may not know in our area. And that, that doesn't necessarily just mean like different countries and continents. It can literally be different parts of the fucking state, the town. I mean, literally in the same fucking town and different families have passed on different things. Knowledge is not always available everywhere. I mean, it's not everything for witchcraft is not available on the internet. It'd be cool if it were, but unfortunately it's not. And that is a big part of the no of to know because it's to know that you're always going to be seeking and learning and finding out more and more and more new shit all the time. And we can learn from each other. So I hate gatekeeping and people keeping shit like all quiet about everything, which I know one of the tenants cast needs to be silent. So why are you telling us to fucking share shit? You'll see in a few minutes. But knowledge is power. Sharing your knowledge with your sister or brother witches is important for growth. You don't want to share your shit? That's fine. You absolutely do not have to. No one's going to make you. Some witches just don't want to share anything. And that's fine. That's how you were raised. That's how you were brought. That's what you believe. That's fine. No one's going to make you share. I will share what I know because that is the whole reason why I do this. I didn't have somebody growing up to teach me the shit. I didn't have anybody to even talk to or to guide me down the right way. A lot of my shit I didn't learn until I was older. The majority of it was self-taught shit. Things I found. You guys know my story. I mean... I just like to be able to help where I can. But if you don't want to share your stuff, it's completely fine. No one is ever going to make you share what you don't want to. To know also represents the inner existence of knowledge inside of us. So the things that we know, but we don't know. How we know, we just know that we know. And you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. To know, to trust. To know is to trust your gut. Follow your instincts. Follow your intuition. The line in the way that makes line oh my god my brain is just like done the line in the sand is what you choose it to be where you want to share what you don't want to share what you want to let the world know what you don't want to let the world know you are the only one who can decide where that line is i i can't tell you what to do what to keep secret what to share what to express it's just not for me to decide it's for you each and every one To know is to live in the way that makes you fucking happy. To be free of judgment of yourself and just being you. Just living your witchy life. To be what you want to be. To know knowledge comes from everywhere. Nature can be our best fucking teacher. Honestly, so much of the stuff, like if you are looking around for answers to things or for signs or anything turn to nature mother nature will teach you so much shit the internet's a great fucking place to learn things but nature is just as amazing because it's full of magical energetic creative things that are all around us and the inspiration from nature is fucking magical itself to know that you have always been and will always be a witch that is an important part i think that some people don't really um know or understand but you were born a witch and you didn't just wake up one day and decide to be a witch or see something and be like oh, you know that's really cool I think I'll get into witchcraft you've always been a witch you just didn't embrace it yet and I can tell you that that's real like it's, it's fact because 
we bury that shit deep down. We are born with shit in us that predetermines a lot of things about us. And witchcraft is one of those things that you are just born that way and you embrace it when you embrace it. And unfortunately, some people bury that shit so deep down that they never embrace it for whatever reason. I mean, there's a multitude of reasons why somebody may not decide to fully embrace it, but I wish they would because they'd be so much happier if they just really embraced their full selves and just became who they really are. And one other full, very important thing to know when it comes to the first tenant, the first side. To know is to know that karma is real. And I think if you look at the tenants in the shape of karma, I think it's gonna it's gonna add a whole different factor to it all. <laughs> Next to dare. The element is water, the direction is west, and the sign is just the upside down triangle. Dare is a witch's courage to be different and to face their fears. To dare is connected to our emotions and our feelings. It's connected to our deep, deep conscious and our subconscious selves. And that is where we get a little bit hairy. Because a lot of people... (laughs) A lot of people have issues with the subconscious side and the conscious side but keep in mind that everything is buried so far down and if you keep it down there long enough it's going to come up so sometimes when it does pop its head we just bury that shit way back down to dare is to understand that connection and if it doesn't make sense it will I promise to dare to be yourself in a world where you are different and you're basically the quote-unquote underdog. To dare to be true to yourself. To dare to embrace what you know is truly you. Being a witch requires courage and bravery. Uh, this comes from our super, super depths and arises from our need and desire to be true to ourselves and to really have that courage to embrace our happiness think about when you first decided to embrace your witchy side and how exciting and emotional and happy and scary and crazy and and all of the emotions and all the feelings all happen at once like a fucking tornado of emotions that is to dare that is that is right there that courage, that fire, that passion, that spark, that everything that is to dare. To dare to take a risk, to get your hands dirty, to dive into the world of witchcraft without fear as your inner witch will guide you through it all. I know how scary it is to first start out. Think back. Very nervous. You have nobody to talk to. You're scared to tell anybody. Some people were very, very lucky and blessed to have an elder witch, and by elder I can even mean like a year or two, to guide them through everything. Anybody who they could talk to, anybody who they can open up to, anybody who could take their hand and show them the right way to lead them down that path. I didn't have that. Many of us don't have that. Many of us never had that. That is why I am here. It's literally my reason for existence in this world. I was put on this earth 
to be that person for many of you. And I'm so fucking happy to be able to do that. You guys have heard me say so many times that I am trying to be the person that I needed growing up. And that is my passion. It's just to be that for you guys and to remind yourself my uh, and to remind you guys that there's no wrong way to be a witch that is the other key reason why i'm here and on this fucking earth embracing your craft requires a giant leap of faith like gigantic and we don't face the same deadly discrimination as our sisters and brothers of the past but it's still i mean it's still not <laughs> thousand percent safe I mean honestly it, it's it's not uh, you know the safest thing to be to do and to be and honestly if you want to go back to uh, the previous episode on modern day witch hunting it's picking back up again thank you to mr. Greg Locke every year around this time of year he likes to pull out his shit and get everybody all riled up again and oh, he's gonna kill the stinking witches and blah 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 and all that bullshit but we don't have the same fears, the same struggles as our brothers and sisters did, you know, four or 500 years ago. But we have other struggles. We have different struggles because our struggles have evolved. They have changed. We still struggle just in a different way. Sometimes it still is deathly struggle because there are fucking psychotic people out there who think it's their fucking job to take us out. So, you know, to dare, to dare to try something new. To dare to be you, to dare to be happy in the face of fear, to dare to enter the world of mystery, wonder, awe, and magic. And a side note, to dare karma to do her job. Now, what does that mean? We already said to dare to know that karma is real. We know that what we do will come back to us so to know and understand karma that is important to dare to to dare to let karma do her job that is also very important because you know that what you do comes back so keep that in mind as we move forward through these all make sense at the end i promise next we have to will element is air the direction is south and this is just the upright facing triangle no lines no nothing just normal upright facing triangle the will is basically your heart and soul to will is the witch's conviction and passion for their beliefs and practices to will is our drive our passion our desire to do our craft work it is our quote-unquote spark that gives us strength through the good and the bad because you gotta you know it's not always just roses and fucking puppies up in here sometimes we struggle sometimes we fail sometimes we have some rough goes but that's just part of life in general but it's knowing that your drive is what's keeping you going that spark that passion that fire after you had the dare to dive into it it's that that drive that that sent you there like you decided to do it and it's the drive that really gave you the courage and and the the strength to actually or not really courage but the the fire the the passion (laughs) i mean like fire our will is powerful i mean it's life-giving and it can be destructive in a good way 
it can change everything. Our fucking will can change lives. It can change worlds. It can change reality. It can change every fucking thing. We just have to give it, give in and give it that freedom to do so. And that's the thing that a lot of times we ignore our will. We ignore our passion. We ignore that spark, that drive. And then sometimes we get ourselves in that rut and you have to find that will again. You have to find that pull, that power, that that drive and reignite that flame. And it's not always easy to do. A lot of times we get ourselves in that rut, go back and listen to the episodes about getting out of the rut, avoiding the rut, all of those things. We have to remember our will and what got us to where we are anyway, that opened up that door, that let us through the doorway that brought us to where we are now, that gave us the fucking passion to be witches, to embrace our craft side, to really just be us. Don't let that that fire die. Sometimes you gotta stoke it, and you gotta add more fucking wood, more whatever you gotta add to light it back up. But it will dim from time to time. You just have to keep it going. You have to remember that spark that you got you here. The spark that started it all. That is your will. A, uh, you know, it, it's a perfect representation of what, witchcraft, what, what witchcraft really is capable of. And what our specific own witchcraft is capable of. We are amazing. We are capable of amazing things. We have the ability to change everything. We just have to give ourselves permission to do so. To be that witch. To put our hats back on and remind the world just who the fuck we are. That is your drive. To will to be the witch you are is our will. Our will is the light of enlightenment, a torch in the darkness. We call upon our will when we do spells, rituals, any kind of craft work. To will is calling upon your own energy to join forces with the energy around you to do whatever is necessary to achieve what you are set out to achieve, to reach your goals, to make shit happen to make a difference, to make changes, to do whatever necessary to get what you want. To will to give over power to your inner witch and let her get shit done. That is very important. Because if we don't give that will the power she needs we're just going to be stuck in the same fucking cycle to will is our manifestation power our power to make shit happen to make things be to survive our will is also about conquering hurdles and basically you know overcoming any obstacles that are in our way and we always have a lot more obstacles than people really think about 
Like I said, we do not have the struggles that we had before for our brothers and sisters of the past, but we still have our own struggles. We still have our own issues. We still have our own situations that really kind of can take us down. I mean, look back at the beginning of your journey. Look at yourself today. Look at that fucking difference. Look at how far you have come. See how far your very own will has drove you. Look at the changes. Go back. Go back to the beginning of your journey. And look at difference. That is your will. Your will brought you to this point. Your will literally drove you here to the point you're at today. The point you're at tomorrow. The point you're at in 10 fucking years. Your will did that. And that is one of the key tenets of being a witch. Is letting your will drive letting it be in control <laughs> one of my favorite parts of to will to will to act and to take responsibility for your actions both good and bad and here my witches is where we come up to our side note to will to accept karma when she comes back. So, when we will, when we act, we we are drive that drive that power that, that that force within us. We have to be prepared for what karma is going to do. But be willing to accept karma when she comes back around. So let that sink in. Some people don't believe in karma. Some people call it the rule of three, the threefold law. Go back and listen to that episode, whatever you call it, whatever you feel. Some people don't. Some people don't believe in it. I do. If you don't, fast forward about 30 seconds. It's fine. I have seen karma work in many, 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 many ways. So I will baby that bitch like crazy because she scares me. I have seen the things karma can do and has done, and I will always, always keep her in mind because she's going to come back every fucking time, every time. A lot of times she does come back in threes, so, you know, bless me times three or fuck me times three, something's happening. I've seen it happen too many times. The fourth tenet is controversial to keep silence or to be silent you can choose whichever you want this one is one that is kind of big and very important that we discuss in a very important way so the element is earth direction is north and it is the triangle down facing with a line through the tip you know just the symbol for earth to be silent is the witch's power of listening and keeping secret knowledge so Again, this has been altered over time, and we no longer really have to be quiet on certain things. So to be silent is not the same, or is not to share secrets of your craft. We do not have to keep it to ourselves anymore. Like, times have changed, things are not the same, we do not have to keep our craft completely silent. Back in the 1600s and even in the mid-1900s, you did. You did not speak about 
your craft at all out of fear of death. You would be hanged. You would be burnt at the stake. You would be murdered for being a witch. Just what it was. To be silent used to be crucial to our survival. It had to be. Because when they spoke about it, we all saw what has happened. We've all heard of Salem Witch, or Salem Witch Trials. We've all heard of, you know, the trials all over the fucking world. Women, men, children, dogs were all fucking killed for being suspected of being witches. Not even fucking coming out and saying, I'm a witch. Or someone accusing them of being a witch. They were fucking murdered. Okay? So to be silent, to keep silence, all of that was crucial to their fucking survival. But now, it has different meanings. Today, to be silent, it still carries many of the other foundations of it, but it's not the part of life or death silence. Today, to be silent is to not show your intentions. Your intentions may be pure, but others, yeah. Others, their intentions could be negative, and they could negatively impact and interact with your intentions, causing the spells to not work as you intended, or to fuck shit up. It can cause it to backfire. It can cause all kinds of shit, because when other people know your intentions, then they'll want to step in. Not everybody, but you got bad people out there who just can't let other people win or succeed or progress or have anything that would even outshine them in the least bit or even make them shine a little dimmer. You have people out there who pretend to be in your corner who are not. And I know every one of you right now can feel somebody right now who pretends to be on your side, but you know you have that feeling right now you think of their name that they do not have your best intentions in mind at all times every single one of us witches knows somebody like that somebody who just doesn't sit quite right with you they act like they're your friend they act like you know they care but they you know you know that there are some people you just cannot tell everything to because they will tear it down they'll take it the wrong way they will tell somebody else there's people you can't tell shit to it's like showing your hand in poker. You don't show your hand because you don't want anybody else to know what you have. Same with witchcraft. You can share your knowledge. You can share your spells. You can share everything. But when it comes to sharing your intentions, use caution on who you open up to, who you share that with. Because some people will take that shit and run with it and take it for themselves and fuck your shit up. Karma will deal with them later, but we do not want to give them any more power than the power they hold on their own, because if you give them that power, you can't get that power back, so use caution with who you give shit to, your your intentions to. Sometimes I just, to see how things are going and what people are up to, I will tell them something that I'm working on that I'm not working on. Something that has absolutely no intention, like I have no plans of, no intentions of doing. But if they think I have that intention, I will see what ways they do to fuck that up for me. And then I know they are cut out. They are done. I'm not saying everybody out there is negative. Everybody out there is going to harm you or do shit. 
There are people out there who want to see you fail. Even though they pretend to be rooting for you, they want to see you fail. It's just how the world is for you. But it is a good practice to keep your intentions to yourself. But not always. So, I mean, not always. Trust your gut. Trust your intuition. And trust it when it's time to share and when it's time not to share. You will know. You will have that feeling. And you can be burnt. There are people who are really fucking good at fooling us and making us think that they do have our best intentions in mind. That they do want to cheer us on. That they really are good, wholehearted people who give a fuck when they don't. Like I said, karma will come back for them, so that's not something we need to really go on and whatever. But know that they will get theirs. Okay? They will get what's coming to them. To be silent also keeps us humble. Yes, we get excited about when, you know, we have done something and how powerful we are and what a spell works out and how powerful our magic is and how awesome things worked out because we did this spell but sometimes it's not always good to share that success with others we can can share our success with those that we trust but check your gut first be cautious who you share with some people will just tear you the fuck down and to be silent is key to our mental balance honestly uh most I mean honestly most of our craft and most of the people on our side that are out on our side of our craft expect witchcraft most of the people who are not out or understand our side of witchcraft they don't understand witchcraft they're not fully there they don't you know get it they see the witchcraft and media on TV and movies and expect everything to be just like that so they expect instant gratification and we who are out we understand that instant gratification is not how it works all the time so you are going to tell people hey this is what i'm doing and i'm doing this money spell tonight yeah and then when it doesn't happen right away and you're not a fucking millionaire the next day people who don't understand are gonna be like oh that doesn't work and then it's only going to fuck with your psyche it's going to bring you down it's going to cause oh shit sorry all kinds of problems it's just not good so use your your instincts your gut your intuition listen to that shit of who you tell people who understand that it does take time that it is you know it is something that isn't going to happen overnight people like that that's that's somebody you could share shit with as long as you understand that they have pure intentions, that they're not going to fuck you over or bring you down or do something to try to fuck you up. Those are the kind of people who understand. People outside of that, I mean, sharing your intentions with those outside can lead them to say shit and do things that will fuck you over and fuck up your mental state and fuck that. We don't need that at all. Witchcraft is a very mental balance game balancing act you know what I meant it really plays a toll on our mental state a lot because we are putting so much of our energy into what we do it's draining and not just 
physically draining or energetically draining, emotionally draining, it's mentally draining. And we have to recharge that often. So when you have someone come along and they don't get it, they don't understand how it works, and they are like, oh, well, that didn't work. You're not a millionaire. So no matter how hard we try not to let that shit get it to us, it fucking does. And then in our subconscious, we're letting us think in, oh, well, they think I'm not, you know, powerful or as powerful as I am, or they blah, 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 and this and that and this, and that shit eats away in your brain, and it gets to you, and it fucks up your harmony, and we just don't need that. So use caution. Share only with those that you can 100% trust have your best interests and intentions at heart. To be silent also means to be aware and receptive to the energy around us. Now, this is something that I think we need to really kind of pay a little bit more of attention to. This is the part of to be silent that, to me, really stands out as something that was not only from the beginning and got kind of misinterpreted, but is super important today. As I've said from, you know, the very beginning, when we're little, we are taught that ghosts are not real energy's not real like all this shit's not real it's our imagination so we don't get scared that's just what every parent tells their kids so they don't get scared that's just life right but we've learned to tone that shit out so if we be silent the silent isn't like don't talk about shit it's literal silence and listen and feel listen to the energies around you feel the energies around you let them work with you for you protect you whatever you need to do but the energy around you can be so beneficial because sometimes we are so drained from what we're doing we need to draw that energy and it's like when a spirit or a ghost drains your battery they're pulling energy from that source we can pull energy from the source of the energy around us we just have to listen for it we have to feel it We have to be silent enough to keep silence so that we can feel it and we can hear it and we can embrace it. To be silent is to connect with your higher self. To let those two worlds collide together in a good way. To come together to form one amazing fucking badass witch. Connecting with our higher self is part of all of this anyway. So letting that part really come into play and really allow us to connect is an amazing part of it and it is something that will keep us going and send us further and further and further and again we come back to karma to be silent and let karma do her job do not share the things if we deserve the good Karma's going to come back and bring us the good. If we deserve the bad, karma's going to come back and bring us the bad. Nothing we can say is going to change that because we've already laid down the work and done the things and put our karma out. We've sent out our intentions now. They're coming back. And when people go and they fuck up your intentions, karma's going to do her job and she's going to go and fuck their shit up too. So we don't, we're just going to be silent and let karma do her work. And in my own personal opinion, to be silent helps prevent gatekeeping. 
because people need to shut the fuck up when they tell people, you're not a witch because you didn't do that. You're not a witch because you weren't born to this bloodline. You're not a witch because blah, blah, blah. That's not how witches do it. That's not what witchcraft is. Blah, blah, fuck, and blah. Shut the fuck up. There's no wrong way to be a witch. And I guess I'm fucking sick and tired of the goddamn fucking gatekeeping. It's that time of year again, guys. And it is insane how much people just cannot shut the fuck up when it comes to gatekeeping. All the internet witches come out this time of year. And you know what? Some people can only come out this time of year. And I get that. And those are not the ones I'm worried about. I'm worried about the ones who do it for the fame, for the fun, for the, because it's quote unquote, or whatever, for the fucking riz. I don't know those words, the cool words people fucking use, whatever. But we all know somebody who comes out and wants to go and do all that shit just for the fun, and then they think they know everything about witchcraft because they watched a fucking movie or they read a fucking online fucking Cosmo article so they know everything there is to know, and you're doing it wrong because this book says this. Cosmo said this. Shut the fuck up and sit down. Take several seats. We're not doing that shit. We shut gatekeepers down. We shut them up. And we don't listen. There's no wrong way to be a witch. Remember that shit. You are a witch. Everything you do is witchy because a fucking witch is doing it. So remember that shit, alright? Moving on. It gets me so, like, worked up. The fifth element added by Mr. Aleister Crowley and adapted over the years is to go. The element is our spirit and the direction is within. So the symbol for this is like you're looking at the top of the pyramid. It is a circle. I guess it's not like you're looking at the top of the pyramid. It's like the tip of the pyramid. Anyway, it's a circle with line straight through up and down straight side to side and X in it. So it's cut into eight pieces. Like a pizza. It's a fucking pizza. The symbol for to go is a pizza. I like it. You guys like I had pizza for dinner. In fact, I'm about ready to eat because I'm fucking starving because I ate dinner at like 2.30 because I didn't eat lunch or breakfast and now I'm hungry and I just had pizza and now I'm really thinking about pizza. Anyway. To go. To go is a witch's ability to balance and evolve. To go is our psyche, our spirit, our soul combined with all the other things. It is to know, to dare, to will, to keep silent, all together, to go and do and be. Again, like I said, Alistair Crowley added this fifth element and that, and fifth tenet, sorry, and that really pulls the whole pyramid together. To go means to incorporate your soul, your spirit, your essence, every bit of you into your craft and into everything you fucking do. To go is yourself. Embrace the witch within and truly be a fucking witch. Witchy living. To go is not just talking the talk, it is walking the fucking walk. To go is living your best fucking witchy life in everything you do. To go is sprinkling your witchcraft onto everything. To go is the glitter of witchcraft. Sprinkle that fucking shit everywhere. Literally everywhere. 
go is the essence of all four tenants together. You have to have all four in order to go. And to go requires you to understand all four. To go is the part of you that has been deep down inside since you were a small child and knew from the day you were born the universe knew that you were a witch and that one day you would embrace your witchy side. To go is doing so. To be, to live, to accept, to will, to dare, to be silent. All of them. It is to go. You know, when you put it all together, it really is an amazing foundation because, it, like I said, it builds upon each of the tenants, built upon each other, and they help strengthen each other. Without one, you just can't go. You have to have all four parts. And don't be scared to do any of this. Don't be nervous. Don't let this sound like it's a lot of complication because you've been doing this all along. You just didn't have names, labels, words for it. You didn't have a blueprint, but you've been doing it anyway. Look at this layout. Look at what it is. Look at everything you've done, how far you've come, where you're at. Imagine where you're going to be five fucking years from now. You're going to be way more powerful. Talking 20 times of what you are today. The knowledge that you're going to gain in those five years is going to be incredible shit you can't even think of right now because there's shit we haven't even discovered yet about witchcraft that we are discovering every fucking day. To go is your soul taking all of the other four tenants and putting into action. Carrying that with you is connecting your higher self everything you know and everything you are and be the best fucking witchy bitch you can ever fucking be. So if some people look at the five, I guess I should have said this earlier too. Some people look at the five as this a pentagram. Pentacle. So the star with the circle around it, the top point would be to go. The point first top to the um left would be to know and top again like 12 o'clock would be to go 2 o'clock would be to dare 4 5 o'clock would be to be silent 6 o'clock no 7 o'clock would be to will 9 10 o'clock I'm not going with fucking numbers fuck the clock thing the first point on the fucking left of the damn pinnacle this all fell apart here is to know the top points to go the top right point of the star is to dare the bottom right is to be silent and the top nope the bottom left is to will I don't know left and right fuck them up it sounded really good when I like drew the picture I, the picture is beautiful I did a great job with the picture phenomenal putting it into words because I'm now I'm hungry I'm thinking about pizza it's just not working out so let's wrap it up the pyramid is basically a reminder of who we are and what we do 
how we live and how we survive. A reminder of what brought us here to begin with, like what made us who the fuck we are. So whenever you feel off or lost or whatever, turn to the pyramid or the pinnacle or whatever you choose to do to visualize it. And remember just who the fuck you are. A badass fucking witch. There's no wrong way to be a witch and you are fucking slaying at it right now. Don't let anybody tell you different. You're fucking killing it. And the witch you in five years is going to be even more badass. Because I'm so fucking thrilled to have so much more time for you guys and for us to grow together and do so much more and I'm gonna be able to expand more and do a lot more things and really grow. I've got a lot of bonus episodes coming out together. Um, I'm going to pick up because I'm gonna have time now to do my other podcast that I'm gonna do um, Murder with the Madam. It's gonna be true crime of like shit related to just crazy shit things like that. Um, my cousin Megan is gonna join me for a lot of those. I'm super fucking pumped. I just I think it's gonna be an amazing time. And like I said, I'm just so fucking excited to um, be done with that shithole and be able to, to be here more for you guys. So, yeah. Um, check me out on TikTok, The Basic Witch 2020. On you- so, I'm YouTube, so I'm getting a new computer so I can go back to doing the YouTube videos. So, they will be coming back very, very soon. That's Cassie The Basic Witch. Instagram, Cassie The Basic Witch. Join our Facebook group, The Basic Witch. Um, if you want your content ad-free a week early in bonus episodes, you can become a paid subscriber through Spotify and then copy that link into whatever, um, podcast platform you choose, and it's only 99 cents a month. Um, still considering video podcasts, but again, I gotta get a new computer first because this one is shit. Um, so that's not gonna work out too well, but yeah, um, it's gonna be a great time, guys, and I will... I'll see you guys later. Have an amazing day, week, month, year, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, I love you guys all so much. You guys have been so amazing to me, and I'm so thrilled to have so much more time for y'all. Don't forget to go check out Tamara Luisa's nail art. She's fucking fabulous. All right. Let's be. I love you. Bye.